Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. Whew, we are sliding into home. Yeah, I can't believe it. We're like round and third. We're, we're going at it. Yeah. So um, because these are such like close related story, I mean, there's, there's like a single storyline over both of these episodes. We're going to batch record them. So let's just go ahead and do it. All right. So this episode is season six, episode 24, uh, titled The One with the Proposal, part one. So we'll call it. Um, yes. Part one was written by Shana Goldberg Meehan and Scott Silveri, directed by Kevin S. Bright, and originally aired on May 18th of 2000. The big evening has arrived, but Chandler's romantic plans are ruined when Monica's ex boyfriend appears. And things sail way off course when Rachel and Joey attend a charity auction. So good. So good. Yeah, this is a doozy of a couple episodes. Yeah. All right, so we start in the soft open in Monica and Chandler's apartment. And the friends are all gushing over the ring that Chandler has picked out. Ross thinks Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. And Rachel gives him like a quick jab knowing that he should know what engagement rings look like but ross is quick to bite back um that she didn't get one yeah ross with the clapback man so apparently that joke was supposed to be written for the previous episode but they edited out due to time restraints um but it can be seen in both episodes on the longer dvd versions of the episodes nice nice catch nice trivia um chandler lays out the proposal that's happening that night he's going to take her to her favorite restaurant buy an expensive bottle of her favorite champagne um and then once the glasses are full he's going to pop the question and joey is pretty quick to say i'm pretty sure you're going to mess this up like maybe i should (laughs) do it for you um and then phoebe like gets a hold of the ring and starts telling her like look you know if monica doesn't say yes like can i have the ring and Rachel kind of like joins in and they argue about who gets the ring, but Chandler's like, what are you guys talking about? She's going to say yes. Um, and at this, they don't have a lot of confidence in him. They don't know <laughs> all around. <laughs> um, at this point, Monica comes in and Phoebe shoves the ring in her mouth as the quickest way to get rid of it. Um, and she goes right. Monica heads right to the bedroom. And as she closes the door, Chandler like asks for the ring back, so he gets it back. But then Monica comes out of the bedroom, and he quickly shoves it in his mouth to hide it. So that's basically it, all that happens. It's really funny because like they easily could have put the ring like in their laps really quick and just been like, "Hey, mon," you know, or, like, like she closed it by. in her hand. Like, but like it feels like such a good like Phoebe panic moment. Yeah. Like, she's panicking. The ring is right in front of her face, so she just, like, shoves it in her mouth. And then now that Chandler has seen her do that, that's all he's thinking about. And so when Monica comes back in, he, like, secondarily panics again. It's just, it's kind of like a funny, like, it's not the most, it doesn't make the most sense, but it was hilarious. I liked that. Yeah. So then we head to the main part of the episode, and we're in the cafe, and Rachel comes in asking the friends to come to a charity thing for uh, kids for her work, because she wants to have more people come so that she looks better for her boss. Um, and she looks at Chandler first and asks, like, what are you, you guys, like, down to come? And he, like, gently reminds her, like, um, we have dinner plans tonight, which... <laughs> 
reminds her. Um, but Monica, like, questions his attitude because he kind of, like, bit back at her pretty quick. And he has to, like, make up that he just hates when Rachel doesn't remember their plans. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Joey, being Joey, asks where they're going again. So Phoebe agrees. Rachel looked really great in that dress. She did. Yeah. I feel like yeah. this is this is the season where, like, definitely Monica, but also Rachel kind of, like, glow up, you know? Yeah. It's almost like they haven't gone too modern with their look yet. Like, we're still at the turn of the century, like, yeah. mid, we're early, early 2000s. So they haven't quite, like, had their little, like, they're at the, like, peak part of their outfits, I yeah. think. For the girls, at least. For sure. So Phoebe agrees to go to the auction because there's an open bar. And Joey agrees. Right, for the kids. <laughs> and Joey agrees because he thinks it's about time that he gives back since he finally has a paying job. Um, and then Ross comes in and he says no because he has plans with Elizabeth who is getting ready to head to camp as a counselor <laughs> um, and Monica asks him like how serious like all jokes aside which Chandler doesn't like how yeah. serious is this relationship and all of we slowly see all the friends agree that like they think it's strange at how much of an age difference there is between Ross and Elizabeth and he's surprised like he doesn't he was shocked thinking they all were just like joking around with him, but like they truly are like a little weirded out by it. And so he just decides, he's like, look, I don't care what you think. Like I like her. She likes me. That's the end of it. Anything else? Yeah. I, I liked how they were just like, Oh yeah, he's already doing his part for the kids. <laughs> yeah. They not- but I also was like, Ross, how are you shocked at this revelation that all of your friends feel this way? Right. Yeah. Like, he's like, do you all feel this way? I was like, have they not been dropping massive hints for the last half season? Right. <laughs> it, just, it just felt like, okay, Ross. It's but, just, yeah. I think it was really bad writing. Yeah. So we head back up to Monica and Chandler's apartment, and Chandler is practicing how he's going to say, will you marry me? And the friends all enter, and they're kind of like, like mousing in like little like excited and he's like why are you guys all here um and phoebe hugs chandler and as she's like walk like pulling away she tries to like steal the ring from him um and then monica comes out and might i add she looks absolutely oh. stunning in that dress stunning Ugh, stunning girl. i like had to pause it so i was like i just need to appreciate how good you look I right was- now I was gawking. Everyone else was gawking. And to be fair, so the entire crew of them looks great. Oh, they like, do. Because they're yeah. dressed up for like a charity event. Everyone looks great. Yeah. But Monica, she, I mm. mean, stunning. Which like, obviously like the storyline is about her getting proposed to. So of like, course. I'm glad that they like really focused in on that. But still, I was like, oh my yes. gosh, that dress. Her yes, hair, totally. all of it. Um Yes. So she's a little surprised that all the friends are standing there and also have massive grins on their face, but (laughs) she doesn't really question it. So then Rachel and Phoebe are starting to like tear up and they just use like their excitement for helping the kids at this charity event (laughs) as the reason. Yeah. Yeah. I do love the detail of Phoebe like pickpocketing Chandler because like she did used to be like a thief on the street. Remember when she like Mm -hmm. beat up Ross? Yeah. (laughs) So I liked the detail of like 
drawing back on her old history, even though they didn't like directly allude to it. Yeah. I was like, that's actually pretty clever. Yeah. So then we head to the charity auction event thing and Phoebe walks over to Rachel and asks her what's going on and she thinks that she's asking her about the silent auction so Rachel's explaining it to her but she's like no I really would like to know what's going on with your hair and I don't know like did she think it was bad or was she because I I got the vibe at first that like she was trying to ask her like who are you trying to impress but then the more I thought about it I was like maybe she's saying your hair doesn't look good but she doesn't know how like she's saying in a Phoebe way I know. I think, I wonder if this was like a weird, I wonder if this was from the writers trying to break the fourth wall a little bit by addressing something that like, hey, we all recognize that Rachel's hair got suddenly very long. So I wonder if it was like Mm, something the writers did to like draw attention or if it was just, they needed to fill something. And like Phoebe is sometimes so blatant when it comes to like, addressing certain things that she could have just said oh no it looks great you know just as yeah so I don't know it it did feel sort of out of left field not connected to the rest it felt like a filler for sure so I can I can understand like your confusion because I don't think it was super clear what the point was yeah anyway so Mr. Thompson um the head of Rachel's department comes over just to check in see how things are doing and um, tells them, like, you know, you should bid on something. So Rachel goes to bid for a trip for two to Paris, but she only bids $20 because girl does not want to pay for that. Um, coming from someone who is planning a two and a half week to Paris, $20, I wish. <laughs> right. <laughs> also, the how fast she disowned Joey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, and my friend Joey's around here somewhere. And then Joey makes this like obnoxious like shrimp cocktail, and she's like, "Man, I do not know where he is though." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so then we head to Elizabeth's, a dorm apartment. I don't know which one she lives in. Um, and Ross stops in to ask her out to a play, like, and he's dressed rather nice, so your assumption is it's going to be like a nice play. Um, yeah only to be pulled into a water balloon fight that her house has started with the guys across the hall and they're trying to talk but they're interrupted by the guys opening their door and throwing balloons um until ross is like had enough and so he yells and basically like tells all of them like look i just want to speak to elizabeth alone for a second and as like everyone's leaving one of the guys looks at her and is like dude your dad is your dad sucks um (laughs) And yeah, so that's like a blow. Okay, so Ross getting hit in the back by the water balloon was unintentional. And as a result, like his reaction was ad-libbed. Um, and like I love his, how he just like... His forcefulness like, was ad-libbed? I think so, yeah. Um, and I love how he just kind of like, he he turns into like dad mode. He just parents oh, the sure. crap out of them in that moment. And it's, yeah. it was so funny, the stark contrast between how much fun the kids are having versus like a petulant adult just like (laughs) being annoyed at you know children having fun it it drew very stark contrast and and he did a great job in this scene drawing that point yeah 
All right, so back to the event. Uh, Phoebe has gotten what appears to be every drink at the open bar. And Rachel is very <laughs> quickly not approving of this. Little lush. Yeah. And then they're listening to the results of the silent auction. And we find out that Joey didn't actually know what a silent auction was. And he thought he had to guess what the price of the item was, not Oof. make a bid. So he yeah. bid $20,000 on a Catalina boat, which made him the highest bidder. <laughs> And it technically outbid the actual cost yeah. of the real boat. <laughs> yeah. But he was pretty impressed with himself that he came in like 10000 or $1,000 over. Yeah. Did LeBlanc's hair look really dark to you here? Like colored dark? Um, I didn't notice, to be honest. There, there was just this like look about his hair where I was like, I think... Because we all know like LeBlanc is pretty gray. And so I'm almost wondering how early he started graying. And I wonder if he started coloring his hair. Because it looks, I mean, when he's sitting at that table, there's like a moment where I was like, okay, no way he hasn't colored his hair. It's possible. I mean, obviously I could be wrong, but it was just, it just had that colored hair look. You know what I mean? With guys where it's like, I know that's not your real hair color. Yeah. It it sort of had that look. Hmm. It's possible. All right, so we head over to dinner to, you know, the main part of this episode, really, the main theme. And Chandler has, like, a quick moment of freakout as he's, like, trying to figure out where in his coat he put the ring. Um, And then he finds it. (laughs) And Monica's like, are are you okay? Like, he's just acting weird, so she keeps questioning him, like, are you okay? And he says yes and asks if she's okay, which leads her to tell him he's a little she's a little cold because she's wearing like spaghetti straps and he yeah. starts to take his jacket off like a gentleman and like he would normally do but then he quickly <laughs> like throws it back on his shoulders and is like you if you were cold you should have brought something um and he's like just really flustered and she you know is still concerned but he is able to like save himself by telling her that, you know, he's actually been fine for a while now because he's with her and it's because of her, which like makes her kind of gush at him. So then he starts to go into this like little spiel about how, how much better his life has been with her. And he's just super thankful for that. And it's going really well until it pans to the door Mm. and we see no one else, but Richard. (laughs) Okay. Can I be honest? I knew that this was a two-part episode because of something that went wrong. I just kind of forgot that Richard was it. Like I knew forget? it wasn't. It's such a big well, part. I, well, here's here's what I remember. I remember her in his apartment. I remember that okay. whole part of of the element. It's just the restaurant I forgot. And so I was Got like, it. "Oh my gosh, how did I forget that? This is like the, the most pivotal like oops in all of TV history. Like I just can't believe I missed it." But it was I was shocked because I forgot that it happened at the restaurant. I was like, oh my gosh, that's why it, it like doesn't go through. Yeah. So she spots Richard in the middle of like Chandler giving this like nice little speech. <laughs> and she and says, says his name. <laughs> and Chandler's like, no, Chandler, but um, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm Chandler. Yeah. And she's like, no, Richard is right over there. And so he tells her like not to look. 
um, and he may not even notice. But as he's saying this, she yells his name, and she like it's almost like she doesn't understand why she's yelling his name because she like quickly covers her mouth afterwards. Um, yeah, and he hears he hears Monica, and so they like kind of walk over, and Chandler awkwardly hugs him, like just is Chandler. <laughs> um, so then this starts a little conversation between all of them because Richard has also brought a date. So Richard points out Monica's long hair. She points out his mustache. Chandler starts to throw jokes back and forth. And he says it's because he's awkward when he's nervous. And Richard and his date kind of start to head towards the table. But the hostess is like, or host guy is like, um, if you guys want this table, that just so happens to be right next to Monica and Chandler. You're more than welcome to have it. And they agree. So they're seated right next to him. I love in TV, you can tell things are set up specifically for TV because the chairs are on the diagonals of each other, not across from each other like a normal two table like situation would be. Um, And it obviously makes it very easy for them to all sit together because then they're all on like, like shoe horsing or like horseshoeing it around the table. Um, I will point out a couple of things. So Chandler did say that he wanted to take her to like a nice place. Now the crystal on the table at the restaurant where they're eating is, um, uh, Baccarat or, or they're really good replicas. The champagne is Dom Perignon. So it is a really fancy restaurant. My only issue with the champagne is having been a server at a really fancy restaurant when someone orders a bottle of champagne or wine you open it and then leave it at the table in a chiller like you do not pour the glasses and then take the dom away so the fact that like the server or the waiter just like took the bottle i was like okay that kind of spoils it for me i was like maybe this is like a fake nice restaurant or it was just a detail that the people missed the director missed yeah it could have been a detail that was missed um okay so we head back to the event and rachel is just like beside herself that joey bid twenty thousand dollars on this boat and phoebe you know he's like also kind of freaking out about it but phoebe tells him like dude just buy the dang boat like it's awesome but rachel is very upset with how much she's been drinking and Phoebe reminds her that it's for the kids. Um, <laughs> so Mr. Thompson comes over to congratulate Joey on getting the boat and to thank him for helping fund the youth center that will be built with that money. Uh, Joey tries to tell him like, look, I can't afford it. But Rachel then tells him to just sit down, like quickly changing her tune. She goes from telling him to get uh, rid of the boat yeah. to now keeping it. Um, she has to look good in front of her boss. She does. So they decide the the best thing they can do is go to the next highest bidder, ask them to buy the boat with their bid, and then Joey will just pay the difference. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like a good plan, but we quickly find out it's not. Do you, do you happen to know this? Now, let me be clear. This isn't something that I assume that you know off the top of your head. Um, this is just a question that I now have. What is like what is the agreement with auctions have you ever been to an auction i have not i have no idea not rich enough to be invited to an auction same Same. like do they like is it an actual contract because 
uh, Rachel made it seem like, like, is it legal? Like, can, can you be taken to court if you don't pay it? Like, do they default to the next person if number one, like, I don't get the drama here because I've never... I would assume. I don't know. Like, is, I mean, is it sort of like be a person of your word and like yeah. verbal integrity? I don't know. I would. I would assume that there's probably some kind of, um, some kind of like thing you have to go through in order to like even get it once you've placed, placed the bid or whatever. I don't know. I'm, there's got to be something because if you if you bid something and you don't actually have the money, like. I don't know because it's not like you sign a contract right when you place the bid so right yeah technically it's just a good faith like word like oh I said I'm gonna pay $20,000 but I don't actually have $20,000 so I don't know I'm gonna do a little bit of research and I'll keep chiming in while you talk but I'm gonna look into this because now I'm very curious (laughs) okay because like is it sort of like an, a gentleman's agreement sort of thing? Like if you've raised your paddle and said, you know, I know this is a silent auction, but like if you've raised your paddle and said, I'm going to buy this, can they like then take you to court if you don't buy it? Because it's a like an agreement. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I Like, I don't think they can, but I could also be wrong. So yeah, continue and I will follow back up. All right. So we head back to dinner and we see that the tables have now been pushed together and Monica and Richard are telling stories from their relationship days. So Chandler makes a very awkward parent joke and Richard gives this like wise quote that Monica is like, you know, googling eyes over and Chandler just doesn't understand. And that's um so, it for that. So yeah, that um, I love how he's staring directly at Monica while toasting the entire time. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he uh, Tom Selleck, so Richard Burke, he's reciting an excerpt from um, a poem, and here's how it goes. In the sweetness of friendship, let there be laughter and sharing of pleasures. For in the dew of little things, the heart finds its morning and is refreshed. It's the end of uh, Khalil Kibran's On Friendship. So yeah. just a little... If you're wondering where the source material for that was. Nice. Khalil Gibran. Gibran. Sorry. Gibran's. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, okay. So we head back to Monica and Chandler's apartment. And Ross is already there, ready to congratulate them when they walk through the door. But Chandler quickly stops him to, and mentions that they ran into no one else but Richard. Hmm. And we find out Ross knew that that restaurant happened to be his favorite as well. And this just seems to like fuel the anger that Chandler is feeling. Um, So Monica asks like, why aren't you with Elizabeth? So Ross admits that he is finally starting to see what all of them see about her age. And Monica tells him like, look, why don't you weigh out the good versus bad? Like she had to do. And she kind of like quickly glances at Chandler and then back, which again makes Chandler even more upset um bad stuff 11 year age gap fired if the school finds out and she's spending three months at camp but the good stuff is she's very sweet she's pretty and according to him and chandler like the sex has to be good but Mm -hmm. ross quickly admits it's tender and respectful (laughs) um (laughs) 
That sounds like Ross. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Monica asks. The, it sounds like nothing I would want. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Monica asks, do you see yourself marrying her? And he's yeah. like, I don't. I don't really see a future with Elizabeth. And at this point, he realizes, like, I need to break it off. Um, I liked the the contrast of Monica's red and Ross's blue on the screen. It just looked so stunningly vibrant. I just, it was, it was kind of nice together. Um, also the fruit or the veggies on the table looked so fake in the scene. You could tell they were set dressings. It was really bad. And then, um, I thought it was interesting that Ross would risk making a list about pros and cons for somebody again, like he did with <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Ross, catch. or about Julie and uh, uh, Rachel and Julia, or Julie, sorry, Rachel and Julie. Um, I know Monica did it this time, and Chandler and Joey did it the last time, but it's just like a funny, like, hey, you did this before, and it didn't end up so well. <laughs> yeah, that's a good catch. Thanks. Okay, so back at the event, Phoebe is still drinking, and Rachel is still concerned with how much she's had. Um, And Phoebe kind of, like, walks over to the guy who won the Paris trip because she wants to be his plus one. (laughs) Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. (laughs) Go. Go, Phoebe. (laughs) And then Joey found the second highest bidder, who is actually very relieved because he's pretty sure his wife would have killed him if he came home with that boat. But Rachel tries many things to get this guy to change his mind and agree to buy it and it's working and the guy has agreed to buy it but joey is also very intrigued by what rachel has said and yells that he still wants the boat so the guy can't have it she was so close so like joey 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 yeah so we head back to monica and chandler's apartment and phoebe and joey walk in as Monica is taking the trash out and they immediately ask to see her hand while Chandler's in the background just like frantically waving like you know it didn't happen didn't happen um and Phoebe quickly like diverts to asking to look at the trash and Monica is like very confused which is very understandable and she leaves and as she's gone Chandler tells them that Richard was there which earns him a gasp like a very big gasp from them and he doesn't know what to do now because they definitely have ruined it with the let me see your hand comment like who asks somebody to see their hand Um, I mean wouldn't Monica have put it together Monica would have put it together by now yeah I think so too like the nice fancy dinner the monologue right before Richard walks in Chandler being all weird but she might also she comes home and all of her friends are like, let me see your hand. Yeah, I think she would have figured it out. But also, like, is she confused because of the whole Richard thing? So I don't I know. know. I know. Yeah. Um, I would like to think Monica wouldn't be that stupid, but it is what it is. Yeah, I agree with you. Also, Chandler's tie is like iridescent. It's like that weird, like green and blue that like it shimmers hmm. when it shimmers. It's like it turns blue or green based on like where it's angled. Interesting. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, so Phoebe encourages Chandler and tells Oof. him, like, maybe Yikes. you should throw yeah. her off by making her think Worst that advice. marriage, right, is the last thing you would ever want. And Joey points out, you know, in simple terms, just be you um, before 
you know, the Chandler before all of this. And so he agrees. He's like, I can do that. I've been that way for most of my life. So I'll just go back to that. So Monica comes back and Rachel comes in asking the same thing. Let me see your hands, which makes Phoebe mm-hmm. yell that she missed her taking the trash <laughs> out. Yeah. Which I feel like by this point, Monica would have known. Agreed. Yep. So then back at Elizabeth's, Ross stops in <laughs> and breaks up with her, like literally knocks on the door. They talk and he's starting to walk out the building um, yeah. And he has, like, this weird, like, internal monologue to himself, thinking that she took it really well. Like, yeah. you know, I think it, it's good. Like, should we really break up? Like, maybe we shouldn't have broken up. And then he hears his name. And Elizabeth is calling him out the window. And so he turns around and says he's, like, starting to reconsider. But then mm-hmm. she yells, you suck, really loud, and starts throwing water balloons at him. Further yeah. cementing why they broke up. Yes, Exactly. Um, so then we head to the cafe and Chandler is asking Joey if he looks like a guy who doesn't want to get married and <laughs> Joey says yes <laughs> but he also looks a little French which he's never noticed yeah. before yeah which I found funny um, mm-hmm. so Monica comes in asking what they're up to and Chandler like lays it on thick that they're thinking of these websites you know particularly this one that talks about un- how unnecessary marriage is and it really just made him think, like, why would anybody ever want to get married anyway? And mm-hmm. Monica is, like, kind of shocked by this. And she, you know, tells him, like, look, it's a way to celebrate your relationship, solidify your commitment, <laughs> declare your love to the world. And he just, like, shrugs it off and is like, yeah, well, no, I, I don't really, really care. And she's like, okay, well, I guess that's good to know. Um, and then at this moment, Joey's boat shows up <laughs> outside the cafe. Yeah, so I, I don't can't know. believe how did he get Chandler, that twenty thousand like, dollars? Oh, yeah. Well, I think I think he agreed to make payments on it, so he probably took out like a loan. Oh, you're probably right. Yeah. But yeah, Chandler doubling down. Like, yeah. I'm like, no, Chandler. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. So then the last scene in the episode, which I think we mentioned before, like. <laughs> Leanne and I are watching on two different ways. So I'm going to stop this where I think it stops. Um, We're at Monica's work and uh, someone comes back and tells her that a customer wants to compliment the chef. So Monica is like super excited. She's like, oh yeah, like let him come back. So the customer walks to the door and it happens to be Richard, (sighs) who is not actually there to compliment her food, but instead to tell her that he still loves her. I mean, Richard, what the actual, what the actual, like, True. also she looks really great in her smock <laughs> or whatever it's called. This is just like her season, you know, Monica's it, look great. It all really season. is. She looks great. Um, okay. So yeah, in my version and on HBO max, which I think they might be the same. Um, there is no tag. Okay. Um, it just goes right into the credit. Like the credits just roll. With, like, a black background. Um, One random uh, thing for that would technically have covered these two episodes. The writers originally intended for Ross to discover that Elizabeth was pregnant. What? In this storyline. But Ross would have discovered that um, the baby born, after the baby was born, that it wasn't his. 
So the idea was scrapped um, because the writers didn't want to put the viewers through like an entire pregnancy that would later prove to have nothing to do with the central characters. And I'm, I'm actually not only for how crazy that is, but I'm also really grateful because like we already had like that was his very first storyline was yeah. we broke up and now his wife's pregnant yeah. and it's his obviously because they were just married and now he has, like, that would have been too much for Ross to have two so similar storylines. Yeah, I'm glad they scrapped that. And then this is also the last appearance of Ross's girlfriend, Elizabeth. Nice. All right. Yeah. Favorite scene? I don't know why I'm always, like, surprised that this question is coming. <laughs> um <laughs> I think when Ross, like, parents these college guys, like, when he gets so upset that he just, like, lays down the gauntlet, I think that is hilarious. Um, oh, or, like, Richard coming in and spoiling it at the beginning. It's really hard, because nothing, like, really stood out, stood out. But there was, like, good moments for me. Yeah, I think just like the, I would agree. I feel like the, the dinner scene, the first dinner scene where Chandler is like kind of freaking yeah. out, and then Richard comes in, and Monica's like abrupt, Richard, and their awkward conversation, like all of that. I just felt like it was so cringy, but also just like, I feel like, if that were true and this actually happened, like that, like they played it well for how awkward it would have felt. Yeah, so, I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. How, um, yeah. Before, hold on, before we move on, the only thing about the auction that I could find, the only specific ones are about online auction items that when you place a bid online, you enter into a legally binding contract to purchase the item if you're the highest bidder, like the, the winning bidder. That makes sense for so like, like online. For like online, it makes sense because like, I already have your credit card information. Like it's right. right there, but I just can't find anything. I'd have to like keep. Oh, what happens if we bid the highest in auction, but refuse to buy later? Um, Oh, I'm not going to read all that. I have no idea. So I don't know. Do your own research guys. If you really want to know, I'll probably try and find like figure it out, but I feel like it's probably like a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, probably. But anyways, okay. Uh, episode rating, is that where we're going? Um, <laughs> I'm going to give this one a... Uh, I don't know. You go first. I don't know. I don't know either. It's almost like I want to rate them together. Because <laughs> um, it is one long episode. Um, I know, but I feel like the second one is so different. Yeah, I already have my rating for the second one. But the first one, yeah. I feel like I'm probably going to give this one a... The, how you doing? Yeah, that was my gut, too. That was my um, gut, too. I was between that and 777. Uh but I think how you doing just, I mean, it's a good setup for the last episode. Um, 
Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's heavy on the conflict. And so it's hard yes. to get hard to get a lot of humor out of that. Like it had its moments, but it's really got to set up, you know, what's to come in the second part. Um, and so like, I don't want to like knock it for being so serious, but it just wasn't, I don't know. It's important, but it wasn't, it's not like my favorite one to watch, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Post-show wrap up. Yes. Trivia time. Let's do it. All right. Who did Monica and Rachel fog with a bug bomb? Oh, gosh. Oh, Danny. Danny? Yes. Danny the Yeti. Yes. All right. What was the name of Chloe's copy place co-worker? I don't know. Oh, the one Ross cheated with? Yeah. Wait. No, he cheated with Chloe. Yeah, the other... Oh, it's the the guy, right? Yeah, I don't know. All I can think is, like, Andrew? Mm, I don't know. Isaac. Okay, yeah, I would have... Nope. Nope, nope, nope. All right, uh, social media spotlight. Surprisingly, I don't have anything that is not a recommend to a friend. So, we'll skip right over that this time. Um... And go right to recommend to a friend, Llewellyn. All right. You want to go first so I can think of one? Um, do you want to just do one of our uh, friends's? Uh, sure. Why don't you go first um, while I open it? Okay. Go to uh, Kirsty. Okay. Hutchinson. Um, she gave one. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Mine is... Um, so I have been... I have been on this, like, I feel like a month-long rant on all things reading and books. And so all of my recommends to a friend have been in that regard. Um, so I want to apologize because I'm going to do that again. Because <laughs> um, I've already I've already done, like, all of the things. But recently, I bought some things that would, like, help... Um, aid in my reading experience, I guess, if you could say that. Um, and so I wanted to share that with you guys. So what I bought was, I'm trying to get there so I can give the right name to it. I bought a tablet floor stand. So what it does is it has this stand that just sits on the floor. And then there's a couple of arms that like angle so that I can put my Kindle in the in the device and then angle it so that I don't have to hold the Kindle up. So whether I'm leaning back against a wall, laying on my couch, laying on my side of my bed, I could do I could like use it in the bathroom when I'm in the bathtub and that way like it holds the Kindle for me so that I don't have to hold it and it is amazing. So for those of you that want like a um like a reading setup and you hate sometimes having to like hold your Kindle in your bed at night, um, highly recommend getting a tablet floor stand. I have another thing that I'm going to partner with it in the second episode, um, to make it like an entire setup 
deal. So if you want the part two, you have to listen to the next episode. Go Ooh, to the recommended friend nice. there. And I'll give you the second thing that I bought to make this a chef's kiss Kindle reading setup. Nice. Um, also, yes. can we just like LOL the fact that I had sent you? Oh, like a, literally a real? It, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like with something similar so, to this? So Llewellyn sent me, no, like those exact things pretty much. So Llewellyn sent me a reel of like a Kindle setup of someone who was like, hey, you should consider getting this. And I wrote back immediately and said, LOL, Llewellyn, these things literally arrived at my door today. (laughs) And she laughed really hard. I was like, we are on the same wavelength. We are on the algorithm together somehow. Like my, my Amazon knows that I'm friends with Llewellyn and send her reels. So like, just so funny. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Anyways. it was perfect. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to recommend Kirstie's and honestly, I feel like both Leanne and I have already recommended this multi- a couple of times. Um, but yeah. I would echo every time. So Kirsty said, I thought I would give a recommend to a friend. My Switch is one of my favorite things. It's five and a half years old and it's still going strong. I love it for train trips. I regularly travel for 30 to 40 minutes on a train and it makes the journey like nothing. I would also echo that. I love my Switch. I don't play it nearly as much as when I first got it. Um, But I know that there's also like a lot of games that I would like to buy that I just haven't spent the money on. So I would echo too. The switch is amazing. It doesn't matter which one you get. I have the light version, so it doesn't like connect to a TV, but honestly, mm-hmm. I don't really have the space to have one that connects to the TV right now. So it's totally fine. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would recommend that as well. So Kirstie recommends a switch, a Nintendo switch. If you're not sure what the word just switch means, it's a Nintendo handheld device that you play multiple different games on. Yes. Well, thank you, Kirsty, for your recommend to a friend. Yes. Um, that's a really nice idea. 30 to 40 minutes on a train. Like, yeah. how fun. Like, you're just playing games and chilling out. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that's great. <sighs> okay. So next week, we are going to continue the conversation of this storyline and finally wrap up season six with the one with the proposal part de. Yeah. So part we'll... <laughs> We'll catch you guys next week on the One of the Friends podcast. <laughs>